T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one... They're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Fun, entertaining, knowledgeable. All right. Oh, right. Yeah. Right. Live and local, it's time for the Fan Morning Show with Bart Winkler. Good morning, everybody. I'm Bart Winkler. That is Toby Altizer. Reunited and it feels so good. We are live on 1250 AM, also the Odyssey app. Now, uh, we are a radio station, and so there's there's part of us that is a public service announcement, too. So I will tell you there's a traffic situation. I'll tell you that. 43 North. Just past the airport, where it merges with uh, 94, like at, where does it start here? Layton. Starts around Layton, so there's a traffic closure, 43 North, starting close to Layton, up to about Holt. Uh, You guys will never guess why. Uh, Reports of shots fired on the interstate, so... I'm still scrolling through other stories with. Oh God, this is so stupid. All right, so just uh, know that on the road. This is the one-year anniversary of when the Bucks lost. Yeah, Bucks lost a, a year ago, and if you want to relive some of those highlights, well, here you go. The Suns won. DeAndre Ayton was a beast. Booker was a beast. Chris Paul was a beast. The whole team, they had a huge lead. Bucks crawled back and then lost. This was game one a year ago between the Suns and the Milwaukee Bucks. Oh, what a connection. DeAndre has been special. Getting rebounds out of his area, setting screens and diving. He is dominant. Chris Paul drives, kicks it back out. Booker gets a good one for three. It's good. A 20-point lead has been cut to seven. Booker makes it double figures again. 25 points for Booker. Paul on the drive. Draws the contact. Count it and one. Chris Paul putting on a show. Paul will dribble it out. First finals game in 28 years, and the Suns give their fans a magnificent performance. It's the um, formula for any team. You know, you want to win every game. But especially the first game, it gives you a level of confidence. But our starts um, over the course of the playoffs, when we, when we start well, it tends to build confidence for our team. You know, we can get better. It's, it's something we live by. We, it's one of our mantras, just keep getting better. Um, you know, that's, I'm sure both teams are going to look at the film and be talking about that. And so, um, but I think this group's embraced that you know, on a day-to-day basis. So... Um, when you when you lose a, a game one or you lose a game, there's, you know, I think it's a good place to go mentally. Is you know just look at the the um, you know just evaluate and see where we can get better. You know, hopefully I can't predict the future. Um, hopefully I feel better, and uh, you know as we move forward I feel better, and uh, as a team we can you know we can uh, 
get one out of Phoenix. Uh, but as I said, I can't predict the, the future. I might wake up tomorrow, my knee might be swelled up. I don't know, but I'm good now. Uh, hopefully, I wake up tomorrow, I'm good. Hopefully, I wake up two days from now and I feel good. And hopefully, we can go out there and compete. So, Monty Williams of the Suns, you heard from him. You heard Mike Budenholzer, and that was from that game. I know that clip that we played from Bud sounds like it could have been from any game, but that was actually from his press conference after game one about getting better. And then Giannis, because you remember Giannis in that game, he had just come back from his knee injury, and we weren't entirely sure he was going to come back. Yeah, and he didn't look the best either. You'd see him at times running down the floor, and you're like, Ugh. Yeah, he had 20 points, 6 for 11 that night, uh, 17 boards. So he still made a pretty big impact. Uh, as we talk about – so what we're going to do is we're going to – I'm pulling audio from – last year because I want to know what we said what did we say right away you know when something big happens we come in and right away we talk about it Packer wins and losses I think that's when you get the the main feeling that we have Packers win a close game we're on the air right away and say man that was crazy OMG you know Brewers lose oh grr you know right away so I'm pulling audio from the first segment of our show, and uh, this is how we started. This is me, of course, and a very young Toby Altizer. You were, like, in your first... Uh... Yeah, let's see. I would have started in May. That would have been July. Yeah, like your first month. So I'll break this up into two portions. The first portion is obviously me bitching about Chris Paul. <laughs> okay? That's how I started the show. Bucks, Bucks lose game one of the finals last year, and my first indication is to start bitching about Chris Paul. But I think that we didn't freak out too much after one loss because it's been so, you know that's something that we saw the Bucks do from time to time in the playoffs last year was lose those early games and series. So this is how we started the show after game 1 last year. This game uh I'm in now. I, okay, so yesterday I was like still celebratory. Uh, that's gone. I mean, we got to win this finals. And if for nothing else, to beat Chris Paul, because I can't, I can't do it with this guy. I, I was wondering who, who's going to be the guy. There's always a guy in a series where you end up like hating, and I thought, ah, maybe it'll be like Cameron Johnson or Mikael Bridges or you know Jay Crowder's always killed us. Oh, for eight, by the way, last night you got to take advantage of that. Devin Booker, you know, I don't like when he gets fouled and then he lays down for some reason. That's a weird thing he does. DeAndre Ayton, it's hard to not like him. He's there's I don't know what's dislikable about him yet, besides that he owned us, 22 and 19 for him. No, it's Chris Paul, man. It's it's Chris Paul. And it feels like the entire NBA landscape is rooting for Chris Paul. And Toby, you know I'm not a super religious man. But I am I am going to make sure I am over the next two weeks because I want to be more offended by Point God. I just decided I hate that uh, nickname. Yeah, it, it's frustrating watching Chris Paul. It it really does seem like he gets all the calls. Last night he kept. What was frustrating about last night is the fact that the Suns kept doing the same thing. Over and over and over and over. Kind of like Hawks game one, it felt like a little bit. Yeah, and then the Bucks made an adjustment. It got worse, so then they just went back to the same thing that wasn't working. Yeah. It's so frustrating. Toby the- <laughs> lets out an audible groan. Yeah, that, that's where it is today. Ugh. All right, back to live action. Uh, you were really frustrated, Toby. Ugh. <laughs> so I was listening back to that. I was like, "Oh, geez, Toby, Toby was more into that than I thought." Yeah, I'm trying to remember exactly what the thing was. I think the I think it was just like a pick and roll thing that the Bucks couldn't get right, and they just kept letting it happen. The Suns were great in that game. I mean, that was at home, and you remember you started to see all the fans. You remember they were counting the free throws for Giannis. You remember all that as it comes back to you. 32 points for Paul. He had nine assists. Booker at 27, Aiton at 22. Crowder was 0 for 8. Crowder was 0 for 8. Uh, the Cams, Johnson and Payne, both off the bench, had 10. 
and the Bucks lost 118 to 105. And you looked at that first game, and this is what happens in the NBA playoffs. And we talked about it this year, and we talked about it last year. Is that after one game, you think that you know a lot after one game. And if you remember after one game, it seemed like, oh, well, the Suns are going to be the champions because they got that kind of production from those three guys. And the Bucks, as we talked about here, the Bucks did not get that kind of production. They had a good night statistically from Giannis, and Chris scored a bunch of points too. But the Bucks had problems uh, with turnovers, and Drew Holiday was uh, specifically bad. Again, this is from a year ago. The Bucks lost game one of the NBA Finals today, one year ago today. Ah, uh, man. The fourth quarter, they looked a little sharper. They put Giannis at center, which was like all they could do, and played a little bit smaller because whether it was Bobby Portis or whether it was Brooke Lopez, I mean, the, the Suns were getting their matchups on those guys and doing whatever they wanted. Devin Booker pretty much did whatever he wanted. Chris Paul pretty much did whatever he wanted. I'll mention DeAndre Ayton again because even early in the game, DeAndre Ayton, he was open under the basket every time they wanted to go for him. Uh, he was He's good. Yeah, he's very good, and he does exactly what he needs to do. He doesn't try to get outside of his role. And I think the the main reason I think the Bucks were successful when they went small was for whatever reason, Phoenix decided to match and also go small, and that's when you started to see them get on a run and cut it back to nine points. I don't think Phoenix, the rest of the series, will be stupid enough to think that if Milwaukee goes small that they need to take DeAndre Ayton off the floor. Yeah, I don't know what they're going to do to adjust. they got to make a bunch of adjustments. Uh, CD tweets and says, it's not sacrilegious to point out the obvious here. If you play as a team, you're going to win a title. If you play Giannis-centric, you're going to lose. I can't totally agree with that. Giannis did return in this game, and he looked good. I mean, Giannis, he looked healthy. He looked like Giannis. Played 35 minutes, 20 and 17. Got to the free throw line 12 times. Made seven of them. All right, we'll take that for now. Was 6 of 11 shooting, made a three. What... What the problem was with Giannis, it's not playing Giannis-centric that I think's the problem. You need Giannis to win the series. But the other guys that were so good in his absence weren't as good with him back on the court. And I don't know what the deal is with that. The worst offender of this was Drew Holiday. Drew had a very rough night. 40 minutes for Drew, 4 of 14, just 10 points. He had three turnovers. Middleton, five turnovers. Giannis also had three, to be fair. But Drew Holiday, it wasn't like he wasn't as aggressive. And and this is what he was so this, he was so proud of how aggressive he was in games five and game six against the Hawks. And he should have been. I mean, he he was a difference maker. They don't win that series without him playing like that. And now back live here. Good morning, everybody, on July the 6th. 2022. So those were our initial thoughts. Um, they lost, and I think we were okay. Yeah, I mean, not overreacting. I think that was pretty good. Because they had lost other first games of the playoffs. Yeah, that was the Bucks MO, lose game one. Yeah. Now, after game two, which game two, I believe, was the eighth, so we'll talk about that on uh, Friday. Uh, what is today? Wednesday? I think so. Yeah, we'll talk about that on Friday. Which is good because uh, Horvath's on vacation and the Brewers don't play Thursday. <laughs> talk about that on Friday. Friday's whole show is gonna be <laughs> Friday's whole show is gonna be. Hey, remember when I put up for eight years? Yeah, let, let's just go back and rewatch Game Two and break it down for all four hours and have no one understand what we're talking about. You want to just take Friday off and we'll just play the show? Sounds good to me. Yeah, clips from that show were used to uh, secure us. Second place morning show. Nice. Mm-hmm. Nice. Or did we take third? Uh, I, I don't think, recall. Uh, I think we took third. I know I know we placed. Okay? I know we placed. But they use clips from that show in determining uh, our value. But, yeah, so uh, Friday's going to be about remember when I put up parade chairs. I also like that in these clips you could you could hear my voice is a little rough. It deteriorates throughout the rest of the series. My voice gets worse. And then the day after they won, 
my voice is bad because I'm, you know, I celebrated a lot the night before. After the parade, I had no voice. After the parade, I was shot. I don't know what happened there. 414-799-1250, 414-799-1250. A year ago today, the Bucks lost game one of the NBA Finals, and that was a series in its infancy. There was so much yet to come, whether it was the alley-oop or Giannis's block or the four straight wins, even having a game here at home. So, again, very, very early in that process as we continue to look at that throughout the month of July here. Spark Guy, 414-799-1250. What's up? Hey, big man. I was going to mention your voice. That, that sounds like a bar voice. That that voice, it's like iconic at this point, though. It's just as much part of the Bucks run as their play. That voice of yours as it deteriorates as the team gets closer and closer. When did you feel like the voice was first going, even during the Nets series, or did it take the Hawks series for that? I, I don't know. I thought my voice was pretty good. I didn't remember it being that bad at the beginning of the finals, but it was bad. It was, it was, I was already losing it. I'm going to find here what it sounded like. I'm going to do that right now. I'm going to find what it sounded like uh, after the parade. I'm going to pull that up while we're chatting here. Two things about that is my two moments of the, of the, of that playoff run though, had to be the injury. Obviously. I mean, it was such despondency, like when he got hurt, but the excitement when he came back and just marveling during that game, like I, I know they lost. I know that they, they got, you know, off to a rough start and it was kind of, you know, Suns took away pretty easily, but that said, who expected him to play that much and play that well, even in the first game, there's at least one or two plays where he took off across the whole floor and it was just unbelievable. I just yeah, he went 35 minutes. Giannis went yeah. 35 minutes in that game, scored 20 Chris played 45, Drew played 40. But Giannis was out there for his normal amount, 35 minutes, yeah. He took off. He either blocked the shot or dunked the ball. I remember that where he took off and it was basically stride for stride going down the whole floor. Unbelievable. Um, yeah, and the other thing I wanted to say, I know you talked about last hour, but I did have to get in there about your about your hate of, uh, of position players pitching. Yeah, I don't I like it. This. How would you feel about this part? Do you want your plumber cutting your hair? No, you don't. No, no, you're right. I don't. That's all I got. You're right. Spark, a brilliant point. Thanks, buddy. God bless. God God bless you. God God bless you. He's right. Uh, You know who else played in that game? Here's your minute totals. Game one of the NBA Finals last year. Middleton, 45. Drew, 40. Giannis, 35. PJ, 33. Connaughton off the bench with 28. Brooke, 23. Portis only played 14. Bryn Forbes played 12. Remember Bryn Forbes? Hey, guys, remember Bryn Forbes? Remember when he was good and then he, like, faded away? Bryn Forbes was last year's Grayson Allen, where he had, like, two really good games, and you're like, yeah. And then it didn't happen again, and you kept giving him chances, but it didn't happen. Jeff Teague had 10 points. Now, this wasn't the Jeff Teague game. Uh, 10 minutes, rather. He had 10 points in one of the games in the playoffs, he only had three points. He nailed a three. Uh, didn't really mean much as they lost 118-105. A year ago today, game one, NBA Finals. I have four, five, and six still saved on my DVR. So we could do a rewatch party when it gets to that point. Shirtless, of course. But I've still got four, five, and six saved. Brick is in West Dallas. Brick. Good morning. Good morning, Brick. I think... Uh... The reason I think everyone was kind of like whatever about losing the first game, like you said, last year in the finals was, you know, we'd lost the first game several times. And I think people were just more happy to see Giannis back and playing well. I think that was it. Like, oh, Giannis is back. He looks good. Okay, we're, we're fine. It's fine that we lost. As long as Giannis got, you know, his feet back under him and now he's going to you know, play like a Giannis can and then he exceeded all of our expectations for even a healthy Giannis the rest of the series and I remember I was at I was down at the Deer District for game six and that that giant empty gravel parking lot that was kind of makeshift overflow from uh, the actual Deer District and it was just incredible you were there game six oh so you okay where the Bradley Center was no um other other side across oh where the hotel's gonna be yeah, where they had that. Yeah, where the hotel is going to be, where they put up that secondary stage. I think that's where they did like the ceremony after the parade. Yeah, that had bad audio and nobody could see. 
Yeah, exactly. But I mean, I, they brought they put up giant uh, giant screens so we could see the game and everything, and it was it was kind of a cool experience. You know, it took like an hour to go to the bathroom. So. Oh yeah, did you even bother like getting a beverage? Yeah, when we first got there, we got there like about an hour early, and we got we got a couple beers and drank a little bit, and then I was able to. I timed it out, so I went to the bathroom before the game started, and then I didn't got locked into my spot and didn't move for the rest of the game. I wonder how many people just like, just like went where they were. Oh, there was a guy behind me in line that just pissed in a cup and threw it in the garbage. So. <laughs> I mean, probably a lot. Yeah, yeah, probably a lot. All right, I Brick. Was, I was gonna. Well, hang on. What? I gotta yell at you for giving away my Brewers ticket secret. Ah, oh, it's not a secret. Everybody does that. I tweeted at you. You know what? Next, you're gonna tell me that everyone knows about going to the movie theater and doing a double feature without paying for the second movie. Yeah, sometimes or, you go to a movie and then or, go to two. Or what? You're gonna tell me people automatically know when you go to the grocery store, you go to the hot bar and get like two chicken tenders and munch on them as you're walking around and then ditch the evidence before you check out. Okay, I have a hard time. I don't do. I can't do that. I've been doing that a long time. I do that all the time in college because I couldn't afford to buy a lot of groceries, so I would go and get like cheap frozen pizzas, but that would get my lunch by just walking around the, the big old woodman because it was so massive and huge that you could get lost in it. So you'd grab food off the hot bar, walk around, eat it, and then do your shopping. Yeah, and then I would di- I'd, I'd ditch the evidence of the, the container before I check out. I'd just do the self-checkout quick and skedaddle. You know, I don't mind that because they're going to throw a lot of that food away that doesn't get eaten. Exactly. I mean, I'm really just helping them yeah. by doing it. I mean, yeah, anyway, so that, that that's that's what I consider like. that's what I consider a soft steal. And it's a victimless crime. Yeah, I think soft steal is okay. Okay, yeah. No one's using that ticket, so you might as well. No, you know, we're not taking anyone's seat away at the movie theater. Yeah. I get it. Yeah. I don't, I don't do that anymore because I have a child, and if I get if I get arrested for shoplifting, that's kind of a bigger deal. Than, uh, and then when I'm 18 years old and in college, so, so I don't really do that anymore. Oh, I used to do gas stations. I would always do uh, buy. I would always do buy whatever, get one free. I'd I'd make sure I stole one thing every time. <laughs> just the old the old five finger discount. I mean, no one's gonna. It's just gum. Yeah, I know. Free ninety free. That's my favorite price. <laughs> no, we always call it free ninety nine, but same thing. All right. Have a good day. See you, buddy. Take care of yourself. You too. I didn't really steal. I was just trying to act cool to fit in with Brick. I don't mind, like, I, I'd take a grape. Sometimes at the hot bar, I fill up the hot bar and then, like, munch on a boneless wing, but I'm already buying the hot bar. I guess that's stealing, like, 13 cents. But, you know, sometimes I've also, like, uh, paid for something and then left it in my cart. So I think it all evens out. I'm trying to justify it very strongly. I wanted to hear what my voice sounded like after the parade last year. So I pulled up some audio from the shows. I haven't listened to it yet. Uh, I don't know if this is even me talking, but I have audio from the show. Let me see. This is our number one of the show after the parade. Ability is in Milwaukee. I could. All right, that's Tony. Your district. Ooh. Oh, man. Your Summerfest crowd, almost like a rock concert. It was like Lollapalooza or something out there. That was wild. The whole thing. It's been, because there was no Summerfest, we basically had it this summer at the Deer District. (laughs) That was amazing. I was on the air like that? (laughs) All right, that was the first hour. Uh, Let me see if I talked in the fourth hour or how much. Oh, oh that's I, a typical sound. I was Skyping someone. There, you're there. Two six two seven. Hold on. Two six two seven zero three thirty five hundred. That's how you can get connected with Windows Select. Oops. Two six two seven zero three thirty five hundred. Get connected with Windows Select. You're there. Lot you're there. Hey, can you hear me? Oh my God! I should. Oops. Sorry, guys. <laughs> I wonder what that phone number was. <laughs> nice. Uh, I'm just going to take a quick break. <laughs> we'll, be, we'll be right back.
We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. T-Mobile.com. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Well, I wonder, too, what the more attractive team is for a veteran, and it's going to kind of be like your makeup. Do you want to go somewhere and play with Like, there's a difference between playing with Harden and Kyrie and KD than there is playing with Chris and Middleton and Drew. <laughs> what? <laughs> that, that was that was from the show after the parade. I'm Bart Winkler. It's Toby Altizer. We're brought to you by Wendy's. It's the Wendy's What's for Breakfast Hour. Could be that breakfast baconator. Could be a hot honey chicken biscuit. Get the combo. Get the wedges. Get them large. Get a frosty chino. Our friends at Wendy's. A lot of free frosties during that run last year when the Bucks win. You win. but uh, So you're telling me that Kevin Durant, Kyrie Irving, and James Harden were on the same team? Oh, they were for like 17 days. I think they played together, what, eight total times? Did you hear my comparison, though? All right, here's my comparison. Hold on. And play with, like, there's a difference between playing with Harden and Kyrie and KD than there is playing with Chris and Middleton and Drew. Chris and Middleton. <laughs> Chris and Middleton and Drew. And Drew. <laughs> Who wants to play with that Giannis guy? I'd rather play with Chris and Middleton and Drew. Man, I once the Bucks won the finals, <laughs> I was all out of sorts. I couldn't speak. I got I didn't know what I was saying. Chris and Middleton, those two. I love those. I love when Chris and Middleton are on the floor together. Then there is playing with Chris and Middleton and Drew. Oh, they work out the pick and rolls between those two. Uh, did you see that? Remember that lob that Drew had to Holiday in the finals? That was incredible. <laughs> that was really good. Notebook Mike. What's up, bud? Buckstock, really? Buckstock. Oh, stay no. tuned. We got Summer League coming up. We uh, got they made a couple of roster moves coming up. We're celebrating a loss. We're celebrating a loss. Show. It's the Milwaukee way. It's your show. It's my show. Uh, speaking of uh, food p- pilfering, I go to our friendly neighborhood pick and save. I do it all the time. A couple of thighs, a leg. Wow, that seems a little extreme. I, I think we talking no. pick and save. Uh, Brick was talking no, like ain't. a chicken tender. You can't take a full chicken leg. No, I'm talking uh, thighs. That, that's the best piece. Yeah, you, you know, got. I think. Yeah, I think that you got to pay for. No, I think that you got to pay for. No, it gets better. So then I crack a beer. Okay. All right. I do my shopping. And uh, when I I'm 53 years old, when I was like 25, I'd go to Southridge because it was right down the road, and I would steal jeans, and then I'd return them. So they were mailing me a check for like sixty bucks every week. That's pretty bad. Yeah, that that that's like pretty bad. Like that's that that Isn't I can't that con- I can't condone that. You're putting good people out of work, Mike. Bad boy. Are we but just I confessing think. to crimes today? Like, what's going on? Bruce pitched great. <laughs> yeah, he pitched well. Yeah. Uh, I would have put one of the catchers out there though. They got good arms. But uh, real quick, a big announcement. Mike is doing, I'm going to say Mike in the second name, Mike Notebook is doing the mock draft today. Oh, you are? So, yeah, I'm going to lay the bodies where I find them. All right, who's so, I, who's in today? Steph Sutton and Tim Shea and Notebook Mike? Yep. Oh, wow. So uh, it'll be my third win. I already got it in the bag. 
But uh, they're running out of ideas. They're, they keep doing lawn games. We did lawn games last night. I was in on that one. Yeah. Uh, what about badminton? Uh, nobody took badminton. Well, Trav took uh, basketball, and I was like, it's kind of hard dribbling a basketball on grass. So for uh, so every day they do the mock draft mockery. Yeah. Night's Gourmet Popcorn, uh, if you guys are not familiar. Right down the street for me. Yeah, good. Uh, go get some. Uh, ch- double cheddar cheese. Double cheddar cheese. And so Steph drafted for lawn games. She had you bags, croquet, ladder toss, which is testy toss, and paddle ball. I had washers, bocce ball, beer darts, and then like big beer pong. And then uh, Adam Roberts had horseshoes, lawn darts, giant Jenga, and then some like hit game called Slam Can. I don't know. Never heard of it. No, me there, but Steph won. Well, a big one, too, is volleyball. Yeah, we were thinking more like not like those. But, you but it's great. I like I like this. This is a good yard. segment. This is a good segment. Every day on my show, we'll break down the mock draft results from the show. Let's really cool. squeeze. Let's really squeeze what we can out of that lemon, you know? But uh, my culture club song in the background, I'm doing uh, a song for Scrub-A-Dub. Oh, you are? Yeah, I got the first two lines already down. You want to give me a preview? Nope. All right. It's better to wait like Christmas. You don't get a present two days at a time. But uh, uh, We're getting tweets here, Mike. People are stunned you're only 53. They thought you were older. No. Mm. That's all right. I made it this far. Yeah. Being in the hospital 12 times a year, you know? Yeah, but you said you're all healthy right now? For the time being. Mm, mm-hmm. You never know. I could be over there next. I was over there for every holiday. At the hospital? hospital. That's really sad. Hey, you ever been in the hospital for a couple days? Uh, I have not had an illness that has kept me in the hospital for a couple days, no. It's like going to jail. It's cold. Let's get off that. You're going to depress me. So my, my sister and her husband... And her daughter. I was at the hospital a few days when our kid was born. I got to say, Freighter had like, I was really, I really liked the pizza they had in the cafeteria. Freighter? Yeah. St. Luke's is the best. Well, I only had one baby, so we only did it one time, but Freighter's pizza was good. Huh. I've never been in Freighter. I've been in like three three to four. I've been in West House Memorial, St. Luke's, Mm. St. Francis, and uh, the one on Ryan Road, Orthopedics. But uh, so they're in Door County, and my brother-in-law says, there's Mike Holmgren chowing down a pizza, slamming beers. So they got a selfie with him. Kind of cool. When was I, I didn't follow how you got from there to there. Well, they were in Door County. Oh, like recently? Yeah, they got a selfie with Mike Holmgren. So Mike Holmgren's in Door County right now? He, he might have, like, a cabin up there. Oh, okay, yeah. Yeah, pretty cool, I thought. All right. All right, well, good talk, Mike. All right, I love you guys. I love you, too. Good luck today. On what? Draft mockery. Oh, yeah, and staying out of the hospital. <laughs> and right, staying guys. out of the hospital, yeah. Bye. Uh, all right. Notebook Mike. 414 1250. Yeah, I don't know where the Mike Holmgren thing came from, but that's that's okay. I feel like that's happening a lot lately where someone will call in and then they'll start talking about something else, but there's like no pivot. This happened to me uh, when I was doing CBS Sports Radio on Friday. Is this an excuse to just bring up that I did that again? Yes. Yeah, well, it's worth it. So on Friday, this guy, John in Miami, called to talk about Kevin Durant a little bit, and then all of a sudden he asked me if I golfed. And he's talking about how he's world's best putter. <laughs> and so we had him on yesterday. I, we called him just out of the blue yesterday. And he picked up and he he talked to us. But, yeah, he says he's he's world's best putter. Some of you has, uh, have asked me uh, who that is. His name is John Feinberg. So you can look up John Feinberg on YouTube. And he did join us. Uh, he did join us. That's an ad. I was going to play you the video. He did join us yesterday live. So if you want to – if you need putting tips – uh, this guy just flat out gives you his contact info. 
I'm the best putting teacher in the world. You can reach me at 305-205-4000. Email, you can reach me at pst1934 at gmail.com. Let's hey, make some putts. Yeah, he says he's the best putter in the world. Uh, John Feinberg, that's the name of the guy. Now, this guy says there's there's a strategy to putting, and I'll tell you this as a golfer. He says there's one strategy to putting that nobody does, and he tells you to do it, and that's positive mental attitude. He says you just got to envision making the putt, and you'll make it. He says that's the only thing. And he also has an open stance. I don't know how you putt, Toby. But uh, he says, slightly open. He says open stance is the way to go. I'm going to make sure that I have positive mental thoughts and there's no way I miss. Uh, yes, and then you'll and then you'll make it. Tony is in Oak Creek. Tony, what's up? Hey, Bart. Uh, I've called in a couple times to talk to you guys. I want you to know as a employee of Trader's Health, I am uh, <laughs> the pizza that you've enjoyed is probably from the Children's Hospital because our birth center is in the Children's yeah, Hospital. Yeah, yeah, that's where it would have been. Yeah. Yeah. So, awesome. I'm glad you enjoy their food. I, I mean, I, I got it as multiple times. Employees, as freighted employees, we go over to Children's to get food, too. Um, <laughs> it's good. It's like, yeah, it's it's halfway decent. People I, are always like, yeah. what's the best pizza in Milwaukee? And I'm like, I don't know. I really like the pizza at Children's. <laughs> it's good. Yeah. Um, I'm also, like, with Notebook Mike, he reminds me of, of Rick from Oshkosh, um, where you guys are Aww. constantly uh, – trying to, to talk to him about something, and he's always jumping to a different rabbit trail. It's just with you and Freem's rocking Rick from Oshkosh. I don't know uh, whatever happened to him, but he just stopped calling all of a sudden. Well, um, I, he's he passed away. Did he? Yeah. Oh, gosh. I guess I just put a whole bummer on the show. Nah, it's, it's good to that. remember. It's good to remember Rick and Oshkosh was... He's an adamant Brewers fan, always called and wanted to talk about specific things and how you and Freems were always wrong. Yes, and um, how council should be fired. Rick called the day <laughs> of council's hiring and wanted him fired. <laughs> oh, man. But anyways, talking about uh, putting, I, uh, I'm i not a ball golfer, as we disc golfers call it, uh, but I did offer you and Horvy uh, to go out and shoot around at disc golf sometime. Offer still stands if you ever want to. Hit me up on Twitter, okay? Okay, a little disc golf. Yeah, I've disc golfed before. Yeah, so talk to you guys later. Have a good day. All right, Tony. See you, buddy. Disc golf. All right. Have you ever disc golf? He invited Horvat, not you, so. I have been disc golfing. Yeah. I can't throw it that far. Big surprise. <laughs> <laughs> I'm accurate. I'm accurate. But I'm not. I don't have power. I got to take another break. I don't know. <laughs> I got to take another break. <laughs> we'll be back in two minutes, everybody. 12.50 a.m. The Fan. I'm Bart. That's Toby. It's the Wendy's What's for Breakfast Hour. That could mean for you the breakfast baconator combo. Good way to start the day. Maybe the hot honey chicken biscuit combo. Sweet. With a kick of heat. Get the side of Toby. The potato wedges, they won't know what you're talking about. We call it that, but they don't know. But we just call it that. I don't. I think one person's only ever went and ordered a side of Toby, and that was Tim Shea. And uh, and the, I think he flirted with the lady a little bit and then got his potato wedges. I got to pry more into Tim Shea. Uh, Tim Shea was telling me that he was texting with a girl. And my ears perked up for him. But then he said she lives in South Carolina. And uh, I know someone that works in South Carolina every now and then. Yeah, you. <laughs> you host a show in South Carolina as a from, fill-in. Yeah, yeah. From just here. Like, just like you fill in in New York. No, they flew me out Friday night. Yeah, that's right. They flew me out that's to right. New York. I did hear about that. They flew me out. I just All I could see was the studio I uh, did a quick tour of the Statue of Liberty, went down to Times Square. I did this all in an afternoon. You know, New York's not that big. It's just like a little bigger Milwaukee. It's like Milwaukee, the building's just a little taller. Yeah. Um, no, nothing too special. And then they flew me back Friday night, private jet. Must yeah. be nice. It was great. Uh, filling in for Zach Gelb. Gelby. Who is off this week, too, and 
They didn't ask me to fill in, mm. so I don't know. Are you offended? <laughs> I don't know if that was if that was a one-time thing or it was the Friday of a holiday weekend. I don't know if I just warm body theory. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know what the deal is. Uh, all this to say, go to Wendy's and order a side of Toby and get a Frosty Chino at Wendy's. I think the Brewers have a little interesting roster construction. Uh, not a problem, but they have Hunter Renfro who's going to come back, and they have Tyrone Taylor who's going to come back. So Renfro's on the injured list, and then Taylor's out with a concussion. And they were trying to figure out yesterday who is going to leave the team, who's going to be off the team. You have to add two guys back. And I put it at, because they have three catchers right now, which I don't know how long they can do that, Caratini, Narvaez, and Severino. Uh, Mike Brasso's a guy I mentioned, but he gave you a good inning last night. Uh, Keston Hira could be another guy that doesn't stay on this roster. And then I think Jonathan Davis. So I think... I think Brasso is safe. Is Brasso more safe than Hira? He should be. That sucks. Hira has no flexibility. That's the real problem. Well, the real problem is he can't hit, I guess. Hira but played in left field last night. Alex, correction. Hira stood in left field for an inning last <laughs> night. Hira has no positional flexibility. He's not hitting the ball well enough that he's forced to stay in the lineup. Brasso at least can play all over the infield and has probably given you more at the plate than Hira has at this point. And he's a better pitcher than Jason Alexander. <laughs> I mean, he might be. No, he's not. I don't know. You see his ERA? His ERA is under three lifetime. I don't know. 70-mile-an-hour 70 mi- 70 curves? I don't know. Nah, I'm kidding. But then Jonathan Davis is probably off the team, right? So all those yeah. guys that I mentioned... And now he had the catch of the week. He had the play of the week in MLB last week. He had that play against Tampa where he dove into the wall. But offensively, he's not giving you much offensively. I know someone who's so stupid, who is so desperate for steals in his fantasy league that even though Jonathan Davis is 0% owned and 0% started, he thought, well, with Tyrone Taylor out for a week, Jonathan Davis will at least play. So he picked up Jonathan Davis and is starting him. Could you? Could you – could you ever believe someone's in a fantasy league that would pay money and be that stupid? Is that you? Yeah. <laughs> I did that. And so far, no steals. I should have picked up on-base Jace. Got to steal it. Because Davis had three steals last week. So I was like, oh, party. You know what I realized? I I have three fantasy leagues that I'm that I'm doing. And for whatever reason, two weeks ago, I just decided it was my number one priority. These leagues. Where I was going to really dissect and really look for trades and really scour free agency and look for prospects coming up. And in those two weeks, I've done worse now in each league since I really started putting effort into it. I don't know what it is. Don't you hate when that happens? You actually try and you do worse. Yeah. Like I still start and I still check my lineups and make sure, you know, pick up a guy or two a week. But I was, then I I went into like total construction, moving this guy there, plotting out two star pitchers, doing all this, Working trades, working the phones, and then it's been like I I overthink it. I think maybe. I mean, I'm starting Jonathan Davis this week. Yeah, you're overthinking it. You're starting Jonathan Davis. Guy's hitting 176, so he'll probably go. So he'll probably go, and Hero will probably go when uh, Renfro and Taylor come back, or will be one of these catchers. I'm like, wow, that they have three catchers. Not that they have three catchers. Because sometimes this happens with rosters is that, you know, you, you, two catchers is the norm. But sometimes you have three for whatever reason. But it seems like they're going to keep these three for the rest of the season. Well, because none of the them it's gonna be. none of them have played. I mean, you haven't seen enough of Severino at this point to know. Caratini's played well this year. Omar Narvaez isn't going anywhere. So, I mean, if anyone you're going to get rid of, it'd be Severino because you're not going to be able to use him in the postseason. Severino. Severino. I see you just pitched, uh, tweeted a picture of me with the Statue of Liberty. Yeah. This is, what face did you use? What what body is this? <laughs> it's terrible. I'll retweet that at Bart Winkler show. That's the it's point. The, it's the worst Photoshop <laughs> I've ever seen. <laughs> terrible. You can't make me laugh. I have a I have a three week old cough now. I tested. I'm I'm negative. Okay. 
I tested. Yeah, that is one of my worst photoshops yet. Yeah, because you're a decent photoshopper. Well, it's a Snapchat photoshop. Oh, that's what you do? Yeah. Oh. I was too lazy to actually work on it, and I wanted to be out there quick since we just briefly talked about it. Do you ever make TikToks? No. It just seems like, like, what do you do? You just record all day and then make a video? I've never edited a TikTok. No, I've never edited a TikTok either. It seems like that's something that you do, I guess. You just end up recording. I mean, some people do it where they'll do a day in the life of a major league baseball player. And I think, you know, I've seen different personalities do it with radio or TV. And I think it would be kind of cool. I think some people would like seeing what we do every day. And then they'd see one day and think, (laughs) gosh, that's not as glamorous as we thought. But I don't want to film myself all day. Well, I'm mad at TikTok because I used to edit a lot of videos. I thought that was one of my strengths. Oh, and so they just made it so that anyone can do it. No, anyone can edit a video. And like for Photoshoppers, now anyone can do a Photoshop. Right? Yeah, I mean, you just go look at the picture I just put up there. Masterful work. And pretty pretty soon anyone's going to be able to do a radio show. It's like, what do I even have to offer this world anymore uh, from a professional standpoint? You know what I mean? Mm, um, I just see I just see all the things that I thought I was good at disappearing around me. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't I don't know what to do. Uh, baseball, I like baseball. I could get into baseball. That's a you like soccer reference. Yeah, I want to be. My dream job is MLS commissioner. Really? Yeah. No. Mm-hmm. And I would come out in my first meeting. I'd come out. My Who first is the MLS commissioner right now? Don Garber. Yeah, I had no idea. I'd come out in my first meeting and say, "Thank you. Uh, I am MLS commissioner Bart Winkler. Uh, you look at the state of this league right now, and I gotta say, and I would swear I'd, I'd say it's effing terrible. This product is nowhere near what it could be. Uh, I'm embarrassed to be standing here, not for." Me, this is my dream job, sadly, but for the league. The league is so bad and backwards and restricted and stupid that you had no choice but to hire me. I'm embarrassed for you. We are instituting promotion relegation immediately. Uh, We are contracting five teams and sending them down to a lower division immediately. We are adding a franchise in Milwaukee immediately. Ooh, interesting. We are adding a franchise in Fond du Lac, Wisconsin immediately. <laughs> Real quickly, though, seriously. That will be called the Fond du Lac Barts. What? I saw that Rob Manfred wants to expand Major League Baseball. You fan of that? 32 teams? Uh, I don't mind 32. I think 32. Because NBA is going to go to 32. NFL's got 32. 32 works. Do you works. like expansion at this point, though? I mean, I guess... It's happened before. In my lifetime, I guess it technically has with a couple NFL teams. Oh, I love a good NHL expansion team. draft. But I don't know that – I, I love a fan expansion drafts. The 93 expansion draft between the Rockies and the uh, Marlins. Oh, my God. Do you think there's enough talent to go around Major League Baseball to add two more teams? And where uh, are we putting these teams? Yeah. Where are you putting them? Really? The Brewers are starting Jonathan Davis in center field? Yeah, he had catch of the week, man. He's at 170. I just, he's, he's good enough to be on my fantasy team. I really don't think that there's enough. Talent? I mean, there are some in the minors that maybe should be up. I don't know. I, I'm not a fan. Basketball, I could see. Yeah, basketball, they're going to expand. They're, they're going to be Seattle and Vegas. That's Everybody knows that. Yeah. Uh, baseball? I don't know what baseball would do. Kyrie can just wait till then, and then he can have his own team. Yeah. Baseball? Montreal again? Well, baseball's baseball's got to figure out Oakland and Tampa first. Well, Oakland, it looks like they're gonna just build a new stadium. I in hope Oakland. so. They should. I think they gotta. I saw one. There was a cool concept of maybe putting a team in Portland. Uh yeah, Portland could withstand a team. I think if they can keep the Trailblazers uh, and the Portland Timbers of MLS. My future so the Trailblazers. League. My future league. Uh, you know what I really am curious in is I'm curious. You want to talk about not enough talent? Nobody cares about this except for like me. The USFL and XFL are going to be at the same time. Who's who's going to be playing in those leagues? <laughs> gonna, who's going to be Deshaun playing in those Watson. leagues? Yeah, Deshaun Watson. 
I watched the uh, USFL championship this weekend. First first spring league to finish in 21 years since the XFL did in 01. The AAF didn't finish. The spring league didn't finish. If you remember what that is, the XFL obviously didn't finish. I uh, I don't know. There, there isn't. There is not enough talent. You look at some of these guys, the guys that stood out in the USFL, they, they can't even find a spot on an NFL team. Like, I don't know. Maybe, maybe one of these guys gets on a roster, but they're not going to be playing. No, no. And now you're going to have two spring leagues? I don't think Are they going to stagger where it's spring and summer and you can play in both? Because they're going to be really and then they need restrictive. To have, and then they need to have their own version of the Super Bowl where it's XFL versus USFL yeah. and the Super Bowl. Like the uh, ACC and Pac-12 might do because <laughs> yeah. they're scrambling. We'll talk some college football coming up. Uh, more on the Bucks. They made a couple of roster moves yesterday, mm. which they got rid of some young guys, so now their average age is back up to like 37 and a half. This is an old team in the NBA right now. We'll talk about that coming up. 414-799-1250. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one... They're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. 